0: Hare Krishna, everyone. Welcome back to the reading of Dialectic Spiritualism, Vedic View on Western Philosophy. By His Divine Grace, Srila A.C., Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And this is Shravanam Diaries Podcast. I'm your host, Sula Lita Devadasi We are continuing chapter number 8, Schopenhauer. Disciple. Schopenhauer felt that the greatest crime of man Was that he was ever born? Srila Prabhupada. That's all right, but when you understand that there is a crime, you must understand that there is someone to punish you for that crime. If you suffer because of that crime, you must understand that there is someone who has judged you to be a criminal. Disciple. Schopenhauer would disagree. He wrote, Human life must be some kind of mistake. And because he thought the world mad or irrational, he concluded that it could not possibly have an author. He believed that if there were a God, he would have set the world in order. Wow! I can't! My goodness, okay. Shila Prabhupada. We have certainly experienced that there are mad men in the world, but there are hospitals where such men can be treated. The world may be mad, but God is providing, providing hospitalization and treatment, the process of Krishna consciousness. Unfortunately, Schopenhauer had no knowledge of the hospital or the treatment. He speaks of sinful life, but he does not accept the judge who gives the punishment for sinful life. He sees the world as mad, but he does not know the treatment for madmen. Disciple, in the world as will and idea, Schopenhauer wrote, quote, If we narrowly analyze the reality of our body and its actions, we find nothing in it except the will. With this the body's reality is exhausted." He goes on to state that the genitals are the focus of the will. Mm. Srila Prabhupada As I said before One wills in accordance with his body One wills in accordance with his body We should understand that we have nothing to do with this material world which is the production of the material will We are spiritual and when we will spiritually, we are Krishna conscious. When we will materially, we get different types of material bodies. It is true that the basis of material life is sex. The basic principle of those who are addicted to the material world is the insignificant pleasure that comes from mighthuna, sexual intercourse. Unquote. The strong desire for sex will continue as long as we are in material existence, because sex in, is the center of all material pleasure. However, when we get a taste of spiritual pleasure, pleasure in Krishna consciousness, we can give up sex. By experiencing a superior pleasure, we can give up an inferior one. Disciple. Schopenhauer considered sex to be selfishness, whereas real love means sympathy. Shilaprabhupad, sex is animalistic; it is not love but lust. Sex simply means the mutual satisfaction of the material senses, and that is lust. All this lust is taking place under the name of love, and out of illusion, people mistake this lust for love. One who has real love, love for Krishna, and for all living entities, thinks. People are suffering from a lack of Krishna consciousness. Let me do something for them, so that they can understand the value of life. Disciple. Schopenhauer considered that immoral acts result from a sense of egoism. Srila Prabhupada. Yes, that is so. To be immoral means to avoid surrendering to the will of Krishna. Immoral people think, why should I surrender to Krishna? Krishna is an ordinary person like me. Such thinking is demoniac. Rascals cannot understand that by surrendering unto the supreme will, and satisfying the supreme will, they can attain salvation disciple Schopenhauer felt that it is possible to crush egoism and desire by love yes but we must direct that love toward krishna if i do not love krishna i cannot surrender to him and if i do not surrender to krishna My false egoism will continue. So the more you love Krishna, the more your surrender is perfect. But when there is a lack of love, the mentality by which you can surrender will not develop. Wow, look at that. Nice. For instance, if you have some love for me, you will carry out my orders. There is no question of forcing you to surrender. Or take the example of a child. A small child naturally surrenders to his parents because there is love for the parents. In the same way, the living entity is free to love Krishna or to reject him. Without freedom there cannot be love Therefore Krishna consciousness means Learning to love Krishna Hmm. Disciple Schopenhauer looked on love As compassionate sympathy For one who is suffering Through this compassionate love We can lose our selfish desires Hmm. Srila Prabhupada why should we love those who are suffering, but not those who are enjoying? Disciple. Schopenhauer saw everyone as suffering. Prabhupada. We agree that everyone within the material nature is suffering. Therefore, Krishna descends and speaks the Bhagavad Gita to deliver all fallen souls. Similarly, a Vaishnava takes sannyasa, the renounced order, out of compassion for others. Because a sannyasi's only duty is to preach the message of Krishna consciousness. People in this world are suffering because of ignorance. They think, oh, now I have a nice car, an apartment and a girlfriend, therefore I am happy. Actually, this is not happiness, but suffering. Because the Vaishnava loves Krishna and understands that he is part and parcel of Krishna, he realizes that the conditioned living entities are suffering for want of Krishna consciousness. Therefore, out of compassion, out of compassion, the Vaishnava takes sannyasa and goes forth to preach. Hmm. Disciple. Schopenhauer saw the pleasures of this world as ultimately frustrating. Srila If he had taken his frustration seriously, it might have made him successful. I receive many letters from frustrated students, who understand that frustration is hell eventually they come to understand that they should seek the real shelter Krishna consciousness So frustration is really not so bad If you are put into a dangerous position and you know how to save yourself from it that very danger can become a source of pleasure for you. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. That's nice, <laughs> disciple. In the world as will and idea, Schopenhauer wrote, "Quote: Eternal becoming, endless flux, characterizes the inner nature of will." Finally, the same thing shows itself in human endeavours and desires, which always delude us by presenting their satisfaction as the final end of will. As soon as we attain our desired objects, they no longer appear the same. Therefore, they soon grow stale or forgotten, And we throw them aside as vanished illusions. Shri Laprabhupada. Yes, all this is going on, and therefore the living entity acquires one body after another. Disciple. Schopenhauer saw everyone going through a constant transition from desire to satisfaction and from satisfaction to a new desire. For Schopenhauer, it is this flux from desire to satisfaction that characterizes the will's activities in the phenomenal world. Outside this flux, he thought, there is only nirvana, extinction of the will. That is not a fact, one has to understand that behind the will and its satisfaction is a person who is willing. Schopenhauer did not take that person into consideration, he considered only the will and its satisfaction. Hmm, isn't it? It is the individual soul who is willing. If the soul succeeds in stopping this flickering willing, what's next? Even the stopping of the will is temporary. You may stop one kind of willing, but you will adopt another kind of willing and another kind of satisfaction. You must understand that Behind the whimsical will is the spirit soul. When that spirit soul understands his real identification as the eternal servant of Krishna, his will is purified. One should not be satisfied by simply annihilating the whimsical will. One should understand the real will of the real person. This is the beginning of spiritual life. It will not help simply to negate the temporary material will. One has to will in reality, and that is his eternal willing, that is Krishna consciousness. In the material world, the living entity directs his will towards sense gratification, because he has forgotten the spiritual field of willing. When the same will is directed towards satisfying the senses of the Supreme, Krishna, that is the eternal willing of the living entity. Jivera Svarupahaya Krishna Ranitya Dasa when one comes to the platform of real knowledge he understands that he is the eternal servant of god when we concentrate our will on how to serve god we attain our real position of eternality bliss and knowledge jay we're going to stop here for today See, when we talk about spiritual life, it has to do a lot with our will, with our freedom, basically. Prabhupada says, when we concentrate our will on how to serve God, it's up to us to decide to do that. And we are free to do what we want (laughs) to do. We are free to continue to be here in this material world and suffer because We're trying to forget our real identity or we can, we can concentrate our will on how to love Krishna. And the more we love Krishna, the more we attain our real position of eternity, bliss and knowledge. So love is, I really like this, Mm. there's no question of forcing you to surrender yes and without freedom there cannot be love there is no love without freedom so we are free to love krishna and later on when we will be reading bhagavad gita and shrimad bhagavatam and finally Chaitanya chritamrita you will see how how incredibly incredibly beautiful infinitely it's like beyond words what love of Krishna is, it will be described in the uh, later books. So thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description, and please check out our website shravanamdiaries.com. You will find the book catalogue, episodes, timeline, biography of the author, his divine grace, and yes, yeah, so read this book along with us and share it with your friends. And We shall see you next time. Hare Krishna.